Oh, what's up, YouTube and Nights? Welcome to Lords of the Longbox presents the cover prize comic book shakers of the week for December, uh, February 8th. Why are you guys a conquer game? You guys know what time it is. It is Freestyle Friday, right? So let's get right Sir. to it. Apparatus is here. When I rock a rhyme, often eyes are dropping a tear. It's so beautiful, it's America's landscapes when this man makes lyrics like the syrups that you pour upon your pancakes. My mandate is to grip minds like a handshake. Spit Orlando Lakes and go skinny dip with the fan base. Over any damn breakbeat, I hastily make pastries tastier than anything that Wolfgang makes. So take notes out of suckers, I make coats, lump of some like Bubba Gump fishing on lake boats. I take jokes and turn the comedy into drama. I'm bagging on your mama. I'm Jeffrey Dahmer behind you. I'm a rhyme writer. Lock, stock, smoking the ganja. Rebuttals befuddle, leaving a puddle of saliva, sillies. You couldn't handle Randall when I throw my grammar at you. It hit your head and you would think I threw a hammer at you. I point the camera at you like Herb Ritz. Develop it, then use the pictures to pick up bird shits. Your nervous is the impervious wordsmiths. Hanging out in Rafa's new crib, come with the verses. Yeah. Yo, I have memorized that. It is officially a shaker show now. Now it's official. Sir, here we go. We got some, we got some surprises for you today, too. Uh, JB, say what's surprises. good to people. Well, you know, we might as well start. I know that people are a little disappointed that Laura's not here, but she wanted to send a <laughs> message to the fans of both hers and, and, uh, and the show. Come to me. 
I've been waiting. Oh my God. We're clipping that. No, we're not. That would live in perpetuity. That would live in perpetuity, man. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is the Shakers list, and tonight's list is fantastic. I've read this one a couple of times over, and shout out to the writers. The stuff that they have found for tonight's list is awesome. Can't wait to share with you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Uh, and speaking of which, the master of the bingo ling fuckering, Marty. See what's good, people. <laughs> we'll see how it goes tonight, man. I'm shooting from the hip tonight. I have not reviewed any of this, so you that's might want to have that on standby. Omen, yeah, that's always yeah, a bad yeah, yeah. So, but a... anyways, welcome to the show. We're always glad to have everybody, geeks and geek sets, and may all your long boxes always be filled with all your loves. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us, everyone. All right, this is the Cover Price Comic Book Shakers of the Week. This list comes from our friends at Cover Price, focusing on the new sales or the highest interesting sales found on their exclusive daily shakers list. This is essential several times every day to make sure to check it out every day to review some of the hottest trending books on the market. And uh, this is not in a uh, um, value level, I guess, order. It's uh, alphabetical. So what will we have first? Yes, uh, alphabetically, um, man, this is a great list. Are you guys ready for this one? This book is crazy. Wait to hear the story. Aliens, Colonel Marines, No Man Left Behind, issue number one, the 2012 San Diego Comic-Con Sega Gearbox Promotional Edition. Good Lord, that's a long title. Originally published in 2012. Now, Aliens is a horror series with a massive following. The franchise has spawned several movies, crossovers, comics, and board games. This particular entry was a promotional giveaway for an upcoming video game release by Gearbox. On top of being a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive, there was a lot of controversy surrounding the game it was promoting. First off, regardless of the anticipation Gearbox Software had placed this game on the back burner. They opted to direct most of their attention to games like Duke Nukem Forever and Borderlands 2. Due to this, the game took over six years to develop. It was released to a mediocre reception. Now, most fans were not happy with the clunky gameplay and subpar graphics. Finally, this game experienced a slew of, you ready for it? lawsuits with Sega <laughs> suing Gearbox, employees suing Gearbox, and fans suing both Sega and Gearbox. The most interesting is the fan lawsuit, which proposed that Gearbox Sega had falsely advertised the game at trade shows. They alleged that Sega Gearbox purposefully showed levels of high quality gameplay that weren't in the game. In actuality, the game that was released had significant reduction in quality as if this book needed another reason to be a highly coveted collectible. This book only has 21 copies on the CGC census. Only four are graded at 9.8 and one aliens fan added a neat piece of gaming history to their collection when they set a new high sale of $400 for a CGC 9.8 copy. What a great story to share when they're showing off this book. That is a lot to take in. I mean, uh, that is a lot. It is a lot. Uh, 
lawsuits, people, Sega suing Gearbox, people suing both Sega and Gearbox. Uh, it's like, damn, what do you make of that, man? What do you make of that? I mean, it's it's a that's a free for all, man, you know? Yeah, they're not gonna win. It'll be settled out of court or some shit. Here's your 50 bucks back for the game, you know? Of course, what are you gonna do for your distress and fucking misery that you had because you you didn't live up to it? You know, come on, well, well, come on, maybe they're suffering. What what are we doing? Yeah, clip the the you know, the little commercials that they're. Somebody walked through the San Diego Comic Con and they had a preview of this game, probably. And someone recorded that and said, Wow, that looks awesome. And then they got the game and they're like, That scene never came up. No, yeah, well, you know, to me, it's just like you do that, right? Yeah, but it's like to me, whatever. Do you buy else. the game for the, the for the play, or do you buy it for the the clips you see? I mean, seriously, cutscenes. Yeah. yeah, sometimes the cutscenes. Watch are that on YouTube. Whole... Yeah, I, yeah, I love watching because I, I don't play the games, but I'll, I'll go on YouTube and I love and the uh, injustice cutscenes. Those are pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, haven't played the games, but uh, digging the the cutscenes. All right, yeah. aliens, colonial marines, no man left behind. Number one, San Diego Comic Con, Sir. Sega Gearbox promotional Dark Horse, July 1st, 2000. Damn, that's a mouthful. $400 and a 9.8. That's what she said, brother. Thank you very much. Uh-oh, do we need to play that clip? No, never mind. All right, what do we got next? <laughs> yeah, oh, number two. Yeah, it's interesting. It's Black Man, issue number one by Leader Comics Group, published in January of 1981. Black Man issue number one is more than a collector's gem. It's a pivotal chapter in the comic book history. Published by a black-owned company based in Merrillville, Indiana, this comic aimed to offer positive roles for minority youth during a time when such representation was rare. With only four copies listed on the CGC census, Black Man Number 1 is exceptionally rare, making every sale a significant collector's event. Recently, Black Man Number 1 set a new record with a 7.5 grade copy selling for an impressive $1,699 on February of 2024, the highest sale ever for this issue. Other sales have shown a broad but equally impressive spectrum of values based on the condition. A 7.0 grade sold for $525 in July of 2023, a 6.0 grade for $799.99 on November of 2023 and a 4.0 grade for $53 in September of 2019. This exceptional range of values makes stumbling upon black man number one feel like striking gold. However, finding a copy of black man number one is more than a serendipity for many. It's a chance to own a significant piece of comic book lore. It represents a moment when a small publisher sought to make a meaningful impact on the industry by offering a narrative shift towards diversity and inclusivity. This recent record high sale highlights not only its monetary worth, but also its cultural and historic yeah, Black Man Number One, Leader Comics from uh, January first, nineteen eighty one, seventeen hundred and seven point five. Um, the costume is uh some 
something to be desired. I get the red, the black, and the green, which is you know but, uh, yeah. a strong association with Africa. But I don't, I don't not, I don't know about the trunks there, um, the red and white striped trunks there. Jamie, you ready yeah, for our first giveaway? We have a giveaway. Ah, <laughs> trivia for the live chat. Oh, sure. Do we have a giveaway? Since we're talking chat? about black man and it's black man, uh, it's Black History oh. Month. What? is start right, the let start me drop line. a starting line give me a second let me drop a starting line but don't okay, say okay. another word because there are people who are probably already guessing based on like your, your mental notes right yeah, now yeah all, all right, you need on. to do is say one word and then do, do the i know the, they're gonna get it all right yeah. starting line for trivia for the live chat everybody i actually did did a shipment of bird city books in God so damn it get just put the start line in man all i right. put the start line in already <laughs> oh okay. my god all right so what is the first black superhero comic what is the character good one i like that i like mm. that that is very interesting black superhero oh. comic god damn nope let not me, black lightning not john stewart not ebony white not <laughs> goliath no hardware good guess Lobo, I don't even think he's black. Black Thunder, no. Lobo, no. Damn, I'm surprised nobody has Google seals. Luke Cage, Luke no. Cage. Nobody even guessed, you know, it's not no, Black Thunder. Wait, don't give it away. Yeah, let him go. It's not Black Panther either. I'm giving you guys clues here. Not Black Panther, he says. Let's give some, let's uh, shout out some of the people who have already. We got John Stewart, Yvonne, Black Lightning, Ebony uh, White. Hardware, Goliath, Lobo, Black Thunder, another Lobo, Luke Cage. None of these are correct. Black Panther, Giant Man. There was a Western called Lobo. No one's cheating. Spawn. Interesting. Black Man, Lion Man, Lobo. Lion Man. Woman. Winner. Huh? Lion Man. Winner. Yep. Winner. Yeah. Winner, winner, chicken D dinner. D M. D I don't even mean, you say it. D uh, DM Loy D Malloy one congratulations you're gonna get uh, uh hit up uh, JB on Instagram and he'll send you out hit some, me up uh, on Instagram and we'll uh, send you some books from Laura and yeah. since she uh since she can't be here she just wanted to send this come to me I've been waiting oh my God we're yeah. clipping that <laughs> no we're not. <laughs> 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 oh, laughing like Kawhi Leonard and shit. All right, Black Man number one. All right, what do we got up next? All right. Didn't you have all of these at one time, Tavo? Didn't you? Have My all LCS these? has them now. Your, your LCS has them now. All right, everybody. Sold at number three, Deadpool issue number two, the Mike Hawthorne hip hop variant, the one in one hundred. Originally published in 2015. Now, Marvel started the hip hop variant line in 2015. It ran for two years, spanning over 140 covers. Now, these variants were, wait for it, homages to classics. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like it. I so like classic hip hop album covers that ranged from old school to more recent. Now, many of these covers never caught on in the aftermarket, and the ones that did took a while to start going up in value, mostly because of the sheer volume of the variants. Now, Mike Hawthorne's rendition of Deadpool was an homage to Vanilla Ice's classic album, To the Extreme, 
You know the one where he'd rock the mic like a vandal. Now, Raw issues have taken a jump in price in 2024 as there was a $500 sale in January, followed by this sale of $600 on February 5th. These prices point to a rise in graded 9.8 as the last sale was for 700 bucks in September of 2023. Now, hip-hop is not dead, especially in the comic book world. Very well done. Somebody asked me if I could show them what Lion Man looks like. Uh, let's see if I can add another image here. Uh, this is Lion Man. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Asking you shall receive. Yep. Now, from... how did you find out about this? Did you... You would, I'm not it came across one of my feeds where uh, somebody was like, do you actually know who the first, you know, is like this weird, like uh, AI voice, you know, one of those yeah. things. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. All right. Uh, Deadpool number two to Mike Hawthorne, hip hop one in 100 hip variant, uh, $600 for Raw though. I'm telling you, there's golden. It's golden in the hills. And uh, I sold, <laughs> I did my, I just sold about 50 of them to my LCS. Uh, no kidding, brother. So, yes, I did. Yeah. All right. What do we got up next? Uh, yeah. okay. Number four, Shaker. Right. We have Fantastic Four, number 587. Now, this is the black logo unsigned, published by Marvel in 2011. Signaling the end of Jonathan Hickman's first act writing Marvel's first family, Fantastic Four, number 587, was the finale of three in which Human Torch appeared to die, stopping the Annihilation Horde from entering the Marvel Universe from the negative zone. In 2011, when this issue was published, there was a ton of hype surrounding which of the founding members of the Fantastic Four, either Mr. Fantastic, Invisible Woman, Human Torch, or The Thing, would die. Surprisingly, there are only six variants of this book which by modern standards seem incredibly low. In addition to a second print by Joe Quesada and a 1 in 50 ratio from Josh, John Cassidy, Marvel printed two versions of the A cover by Alan Davis, which features the Fantastic Four battling through a horde of monsters with a shattered blue logo in front. The Fantastic Four logo on this particular hard-to-find variant is a throwback to the group's original design. It's also a $800 book, according to recent sales. According to the seller, Marvel reserved this variant cover to be signed by the, by the writer, Jonathan Hickman. However, this comic managed to sneak by and get polybagged with the rest of the signed variant copies and distributed randomly to comic book stores. Interesting. Um, so is this an Alan right. Davis cover? It is, right? Or yeah. what did it say up there? I think it says Alan Davis cover. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alan but, Davis but made it special with a black four is... instead of the colored four. Yeah. And they were this, those were reserved this reminds for his signature. Me, it, is this the one where uh we see the first introduction of the zombie universe? Is this no. the one? No, no, mm -mm. no, this is that was in the ultimates, uh, ultimate fantasy. Okay, before. was it? Um, it looks like a similar cover, that's what I was looking. Alan Davis doesn't get a nearly enough love, man. His art, I think, is fantastic, especially his his run on Excalibur. 
you know, you need to peep that out. Fantastic Four number 587 for uh, Black Logo unsigned $800 in a raw dog. Wow. All right, let's go. Wow. We haven't had yep. a old silver or golden age book in a while, huh? Here we go. All right. Now, I'm confused by this read. So, I'm I'm gonna, I am I'm nah. totally confused I'm totally confused by hey, this better the, the better was, you than me brother I know, because and I, I, and I, I, I got trust here you first. more than I, yeah. I got here first and I blew it here so not really now yeah. this is a fantastic read it's got amazing information but most of the information is about a different book so we're really we're gonna get to the, the to the to the meat of this is there's a trickle down effect you guys ready first off here we go flash here we go issue number 105 from 1958. Now, showcase issue number four, that's how it starts, needs no introduction for serious comic book collectors. This issue is considered to be the official start of the Silver Age for comic books and introduces scientist Barry Allen as The Flash. The story starts with Barry chuckling over an old Golden Age Flash magazine. He's wondering what it would be to be the fast, what it would be like to be the fastest man on Earth. And then he states, well, I'll never know. The Flash was just a character some writer dreamed up. With that, he goes back to his chemical test. And just then, the lab explodes with blinding light as a bolt of lightning strikes. Now, waking up a few minutes later, he seems unharmed, but soaked in some of the chemicals he was working with. As he leaves for home, he starts chasing down a cab, but he sprints towards it and he rockets forward, leaving the cab in the dust. He then heads to a local diner where the waitress spills an entire tray of food, but before anything hits the ground, he's able to catch it all and put it back on her tray. Even more amazing, he pushes his love interest, Iris West, out of the way of stray bullets shot from the gun of the villain Turtle Man. He then returns to the lab and creates a costume based on the Golden Age Flash that fits inside a ring. Thus, our new Silver Age Flash is officially born. On January 11th, we saw a record CGC 9.6 sale for 900K. Wow, this must have caught the eyes of collectors as this past week we saw a trickle-down record CGC 3.5 sale for 24K. Now, this book is... Uh, this book really is one of the more important historical comic books and is much beloved by collectors. Clearly, books of this statue are desirable, but with buyers who are more willing to pay serious money for copies than they come up for sale. So why am I reading about Showcase Issue Number 4? And we've got Flash 105. Trickle down economics, I guess. Uh, yeah. Flash 105, December 23rd, 1958. 5,350 in the CGC 6.5. Uh, I gotta admit, Beautiful Mirror Master is pretty fucking silly as a villain. Uh, <laughs> just like Weather Master, you know, yeah. I mean, the Flash has some pretty silly rogues, you know, but you know, there's Reverse Flash and those guys, but come on, yeah, man. But Mirror Master, Weather Master, there's, uh, you know, all you Flash fans, don't, don't, don't fill up my, uh, <laughs> my, my feed with angry comments. But uh, yeah. there was a Mirror Master in the DC animated film of, I think it was Injustice, uh, where like he comes out um, and he works for the government, and it's it's kind of weird. But this version of Mirror Master is definitely, well, I, if you have the Speed Force. 
the fuck are mirrors gonna do? Right? I don't know. <laughs> what, do I, what do I know? Hey, 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 uh TiVo, Marty, I I just got word that it looks like we're actually gonna get a celebrity guest here in the in the bonus segment. I need everybody in the chat to stick around for that. We, we it looks wow. like we are we're actually gonna get a, are you saying we we're, Matt Damon we're getting, finally, is Matt we're getting Damon a celebrity is we're Matt gonna Damon get a celebrity guest in the Maybe. bonus segment before we peruse the live shakers list. So stick around for that, everybody. That's All right. Cool. Nice. Stay tuned. All right, what do you got up next? Yeah, here we go. Number six oh, shaker is Gremlins. This is the Marvel UK version, published in 1984. Gremlins was an absolute hit back in 1984, and naturally, it received a comic adaptation for the film. Marvel took on the challenge, going so far as to produce a version for the folks across the pond in the UK. Featuring the first appearance of the adorable Gizmo in comics, collectors of the day were quick to snag a copy. But a few copies have survived, or at least those that have rarely changed hands. Recently, a CGC 7.0 came to market and sold for $1,500, the highest sale on record. It was relatively easy to do, as there are only two copies of this book on the CGC census, with that 7.0 being the highest in the database. With the other copies being a CGC 4.5, the previous high sale on our database was for a reported no-grade raw copy, clocking in at a cool $100. Despite its rarity, the U.S. version hardly sells as well, which is surprisingly considering the massive fan base the IP has. Gremlins are still around today, but with Marvel UK shutting down in 1995, future fans are unlikely to get a niche adaptation like this. Interesting. Um, yeah. yeah, Marvel Gremlins. Who would have thunk if the, this was on your bingo card? Um, yeah, I remember <laughs> yeah, Gremlins one. UK and, ver- no, so that, Gremlins two. Uh, who was the hot no. was in Gremlins? Um, Phoebe Cates, my brother. Oh, Phoebe Cates. My God, Phoebe Cates. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. She also did like a, a TV a TV series called Lace back in the eighties. Right after that. Oh too. no, she did a really kind of a Blue Lagoon uh, uh, ripoff called Paradise, and she Paradise, yeah, naked. She is naked throughout that film. Naked. 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 All right. Love it. Gremlins Marvel UK yeah. from nineteen eighty four fifteen hundred and a seven All right. We'll do halfway there, boys and girls. I think. All right. More than halfway, more than halfway. Oh, look at that. Another one. This is creepy looking. By the way, uh, if you're watching on the Rewind, shout out to you. We really do appreciate you watching on the Rewind. Make sure to comment your favorite cover or just comment anything uh, below. And uh, make sure you're subscribed to the channel. All right. At number seven, we've got Lenore issue number one. Originally published in 1998. From Slave Labor. What's that, TiVo? No, that looks fucking weird as fuck, that cover. That's pretty creepy, man. That's creepy. Now, Lenore is a masterpiece of macabre, seamlessly blending dark humor and horror into a unique and captivating experience. The cult classic follows the adventures of a little dead girl, her blind pet mouse, and a disabled cannibal who navigate through an eerie and hilarious world. Recently, there has been a lot of buzz in the market as the value of a CGC 9.8 first printing spiked to an all-time high of $535. 
and beating all previous records by over 300 bucks. It's worth noting that there were rumors over a decade ago about Neil Gaiman creating a film adaptation of Lenore. However, the buzz has now subsided, and it's still being determined whether this project will ever come to fruition. If you plan to add Lenore to your collection, take heed. It has 10 plus printings, all with the same cover. Oh, my God. Good Lord. This might be tricky to distinguish between different versions, so research before purchasing. On a side note, in 2009... Titan Publishing acquired the complete rights to Lenore and reissued reissued the entire series with, thankfully, brand new covers. Since the acquisition, Titan has kept the story relevant and accessible to new readers, which helps contribute to its continued popularity. So uh, I'm assuming on the inside page on the Indica, Indica, I never say that word right. Um, You know, the bottom, back in the day, on the first page at the very bottom where it says published by Marvel or DC date, blah, blah, blah. Yep. It would say print, second, second print, print third, third, yeah. third print. Mm-hmm. That, that, I mean, you had to really find, you know, find out. And then you later best on, be you take would... a look at your Transformers number one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Lenore, a couple people got on board with that, uh, got on board with that book. So, uh, good, uh, congrats, man. Good All for right, you. What do you yeah. got up, you got up next? Oh, yeah. Lenore number eight, Shaker. Yeah, and there we go. House Comics number three. Maybe, maybe. I just now, sold a box. I just sold a bunch of uh, these uh, to my LCS. So that's two things. Did I you sold. really? Uh-huh. Yeah. There's some famous names in this one. So um, listen to these. Now, Shaker number eight is Penthouse Comics number three. This is published by Penthouse in 1994. It's no surprise that Penthouse Comics is gaining traction since the new volume is set to release on Valentine's Day. After a 20-year hiatus, the ultra-risque comic is back. And the books that started it all are finally getting noticed. Although, you might not be familiar with the work, and yes, it was created by same company as the Gentleman's Magazine. You might recognize some of the names of the original artists, such as Kevin Nolan, Gary Leach, Mark Beecham, Arthur Sudan, Milo Minara, and Adam Hughes. Originally conceived as an insert for the original Penthouse magazine, founder Bob Guccione decided, Guccione. To produce, Guccione decided to produce the comic to run on its own in 1994. Remarkably, a CGC 9.8 sold for an all-time high of $700 this week shattering the previous record by more than $500. It'll be interesting to see if more of these books that pioneer the original concept start to garner attention after next week's new run. So Penthouse Comics issue number three from September 10th, 1994, 9.8 to $700. I think the most famous Penthouse Comics cover is the one with Milo Manara, where he's the, the, the pose that he later did with Spider-Woman. Remember her uh, bending over? Yes, and that's right. Yep. That, that was. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, butt up in the air. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. originally a Milo Manara cover for Penthouse Comics. So I, he homaged himself. Style, yeah. yeah. He homaged yep. himself. I, so there you go. So 
There you go. Dropping that knowledge bomb. So, hey, so go Marty, are you going to be on this when it releases next week on Valentine's Day? Are you going to get a copy for your wife of the new Penthouse comics? Of course, man. Of course. Of course absolutely. Of course. Okay. Yeah. We don't need to hear about that. And he's going to be <laughs> kind of weird cosplay or some shit. All right. Uh, hey, we go from uh, Penthouse comics to something a little bit more wholesome. A little bit. All right. My final read of the night. Shout out to our fantastic chat. You guys are the best. If you had JB panders to the audience on your bingo card, take a shot. <laughs> so much. All right. Next up, we've got Simpsons Comics issue number three, The Bart Code. Originally published in 1994. Now, this rare gem is part of a unique series of Simpsons comics released by Bongo in the early 90s, each featuring a distinct barcode with a partial image of Bart's face, hence the Bart code. The initial lineup was Radioactive Man, issue number one, Bart Man, issue number one, Itchy and Scratchy Comics, issue number one, and Simpsons Comics, Issue number one, when aligned, the covers formed a complete image of Bart. Mm. Now, the Bart code version of Simpsons Comics number three has the same image in the barcode as Radioactive Man number one, Bart's neck and ear. Despite being highly sought after by collectors, these Bart code editions are notoriously difficult to come by with only two recorded sales to date the scarcity of this issue is undeniable the most recent sale a cgc 9.6 sold for an impressive 600 dollars. damn the other recorded sale a raw copy went for about 75 bucks now since these issues are fairly under the radar make sure to keep your eyes peeled you never know when you can come across this hidden gem when you're Digging in them long boxes. Touche. Um, yeah, man. I mean, in '94, that was like the height of like variants and gimmick comics and mailaways and these weird, you know, add-on. You know, I remember the uh, I think the Harbinger comic. You had to cut a, a coupon uh, yeah. and out out of all of them and mail them out. And they was sent you a, I think it was a pink cover of Harbinger. Don't, you know. How did you get the wizard halves? Shit, good question. The wizard know. what? The wizard the half, half issues. Half issues that used to come oh. with a little cert and come. Yeah. Did you have to mail away for those? Ah, good old 1994, those man. Fall of 1994. Good old 1994. Good old days. Yeah. Oh, speaking of things, you know what I haven't done in a while? What haven't what? you done? Things that TiVo watched that you should watch. What the- yeah, look at that! <laughs> <laughs> There's the Lords of the Box production quality. Yeah. Oh, Dude, so, that's just like absolutely like you know studio quality right there, my brother. I don't know if I mentioned it already since it's Lunar New Year, uh, but there's a show called The Tiger, uh, the movie called The Tiger's Apprentice, and it takes place. It's uh. It's it takes place in San Francisco, Chinatown. So it has all, the, but it has all like the Chinese uh, mythos, 
uh, martial arts, fantasy, the zodiacs, uh, oh. the twelve zodiac signs. Of yeah, the, I saw the preview for that, man. That. Yeah, it looked and, pretty and, good, and it's pretty dark, you know. Because I was like, oh no, this is for the whole family. Then I was like, man, they're working people too, and I was like, man, this is pretty good. And the and the and the 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 action is is very well done. It's it's animated. So, uh, you know, peep it out, man. I think it's on Amazon. No, it's on Paramount Plus. It's on Paramount Plus. Paramount so, Plus. Yeah, okay. yeah, Paramount Plus. Peep out the Tigers Apprentice. Peep yeah. it out, folks. Henry Gold out, everybody. It. Michelle Yeoh is in it. Sandra O oh is in it. Um, there's a bunch of A-list uh, actors that are in this, and it's, it's kind of incredible voice cast that they have in it. So, uh, the Tigers Apprentice. All right. Tigers Last Apprentice. one. That, everybody, was... Thank you, JB, for doing that. <laughs> All right. Last one before we see over to go to Coverprice website, see what's shaking today. Hey, wait a minute. We have a special guest who, who wants to pop in for just not right now, but we got a special oh, okay. guest queued right. up during oh, the okay, transition. Okay, okay. There we go. There we go. During the transition, we got a special. Okay. All right. We got number 10 shaker, which is X-Men number 423. This is the new stand error published by Marvel in 2003. Wolverine is likely the top-selling X-Men member in modern comics. Collectors highly covet his key books and rare variants. Likewise, whenever an error print pops up, fans are quick to track them down before they go up in value. The reason error prints are so desired is that retailers are instructed to destroy them by the distributors whenever an error print makes it to the market. Many times... This notification comes a little too late, and the books have made it to the hands of the fans. At other times, retailers simply don't go around to destroying them. Either way, the distribution of these books gets bottlenecked fairly quickly, causing the rarity of these issues to spike. In this case, the error was an incorrect pricing and a missing outline around the text that reads, only 25 cents. Ironically, this error print has the most entries in CGC when compared to the correct newsstand and direct edition. Still, 72 graded copies isn't much. Of those 72, only 28 are graded at a 9.8. As Marvel begins to market the X-Men with the new animated series and Hugh Jackman's resurgence in Deadpool 3, will likely see the interest in these books spike. A CGC 9.8 recently sold for a new high of $700, $100 more than its last sale in 2021. Let's see if any more 9.8s hit the aftermarket. Interesting. Who did the cover to this? I'm looking at the notes. Uh, does say who did the cover on this one? Uh, no, it looks like no, I can't see. No. Either way, it looks it's like good. a Perillo, it looks like a per, but I know that's not his artwork, but almost like it looks like a Perillo signature, but that's not his yeah. style. Mm, I don't know, but it's pretty dope, man. I dig yeah, it. Man. All right, as uh, you want to do the giveaway? No, well, we'll get some time for some, some folks' time, you know leave what, a though? comment, and it, then we'll see what's shaking today. It looks Good. like um. We, you know, we have a guest and we have, we've been promising a celebrity and it looks like yeah. big time, you know, 
<laughs> we didn't get the one we wanted. No, we didn't. We 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 did get someone who, who I think could be a new a new a new mainstay well, to the channel from the Marvel and what, family. And what I want you to do is, yeah, definitely welcome welcome this uh, this this celeb to the family. Uh, everybody uh, in the Lord's family, please uh, take a moment. Give it up. Uh, make sure you comment on Tuesday's show and uh, welcome the debut of Chris Pratt. Nowadays, everybody want to talk. They got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move the lips. Just a bunch of chipper prints. Motherfuckers act they forgot about trade. What do you say to somebody you hate? What? Anyone trying to make trouble in your way? Want to resolve things with the money you wave? Put your study tape of NWA. One day, I was walking by with the walking knob. What a kind of guy, giving a knock or not. Dragging them off with the parking lot. You know, I don't give a fuck if it's dark or not. Harder than me, trying to talk dogs. Put them drunk as fuck. Right next to a humongous truck, get them to a car garage. Walking out with two broken legs. Try to walk it off. Well, fuck you, too, bitch. Call the cops. Don't kill you when them loud ass motherfucking parking dogs. And when the dog came out, you draced you next to a burned down house. With a can for the guns and a hand for the matches. And still weren't found out right here. Cause they hear all that. It's a chronic too. Start today. Tomorrow's a new. And I still love for the love to choke you to death with the Tarleton Chew. Chicka, 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 slim shady. A hot letter to the twin babies. And Mercedes band with the windows up to the tent rows up to the mid 80s. I call them men ladies. Side doc, but I've been crazy. I don't know, man. Randall Parker or, or Chris Pratt. I I still have Randall Park because Randall Park writes his own lyrics, you know. But kudos to Chris Pratt for actually, uh, you know, doing Eminem because Eminem yeah. is no easy feat. That's for sure. He did pretty good. All too. right, it, it was impressive. You guys ready to give a book away? It's time to give a book away. Yep. You want to give a book away? Six divided by three is two point five. Is <laughs> six divided by we three carries one. Forty-four uh, comments in Tuesday's show. Shout out to everybody who dropped a comment in Tuesday's show. Make sure to drop a comment on this one if you're watching this one on the rewind. And if I, you are the winner, make sure you reach out to me on Instagram. You guys ready? For IG this? baby. You ready? Look at that seamless transition. By the way, TiVo, cue up that seamless transition. Take a shot on that bingo card if you had seamless transition. <laughs> All right. And the winner to tonight's giveaway is. Phil Ailing. A list without too many Spider-Mans. Finally. Was that Tuesday? Really? I don't know. There's a bunch on there, wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. Shout out to you, Phil. Congratulations. Make sure to. Congrats, brother. Congrats. Me on the instagrams we're yeah. gonna go ahead and remove we'll stop the screen share there TiVo. Well, we had the full up. panel tuesday too so we, you know we did when yeah. we have a full we panel had, we get we get more views we did all we right had the full panel tonight because we had the honorary um you know message from laura hey, if you're late to the show you know we know laura's not here but she did send a message and if you you weren't here early we'll share it with you <laughs> oh, come to me i've been waiting Oh my God! We're yeah. clipping that. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> How many times can go. I play it in one oh show? Us, <laughs> man. She's got to watch this after. She's got to watch this. Yeah, she's gonna get so many messages, yo. If you yeah, guys want, is. clip it some more. Uh, here's uh, the movers. Interesting that uh, Wolverine is on there. Well, probably not because of Deadpool three, but Usual Suspects on there. But we're here to see what's shaken. 
It better work for me. It didn't work for me last time. Oh, yes, it worked. Uh, there's oh, a first there ever Mad Magazine. That's cool. Is always love really? look. Is that the I'll first always... Mad? Hmm? Phil's in the chat. Says thank you. Thanks for supporting All the channel. Right. Somebody in the Phil, hey, That's awesome. There you go, brother. Congrats. He's been looking. Yeah. Uh, Batman from 1942. Ooh. Holy How much cow. is that going, that boy going for? A 1.8 for 7,000, dude. Damn. But again, God this no, lad, 1.8, the cover can be like basically fallen off, right? In a 1.8? Yeah, I mean, this like, last like no cover, basically. And the uh, book burnings and Sodi and everything. I mean, I mean, yeah, I know, and Two Face, one of the yeah, better yeah, in the 60s. Villains. Yep. In the 60s, I yeah. went through that uh, book burning, man. So, uh, one of my homies is a big fan of the goon, man. Uh, mm, yes. Yeah. I love that artwork, though. Isn't it dope, though? Eric Powell. Oh, man. I have uh I have the goon uh, the Satan's baby or something like that and it is a crazy freaking raid man. Uh, it was supposed to be optioned. Uh, it's supposed to be optioned a while ago. I don't know whatever happened to it. So the goon issue number one for Avatar Press, uh, first goon series and arguably first full appearance of the goon contains a four page goon solo story reprinted from Dreamwalker number one. Damn! Shout out mm. to Mike Sutton. Rest You're in peace for Dreamwalker. Um. Two thousand dollars and a nine point eight. What's the high time? What's the all time high? What's the all time high? Oh my god, nine point nine from two thousand and twenty. This is before CGC was uh, having all the controversy. So twenty eight thousand eight hundred back in two thousand twenty. Controversy at the height of the uh, the uh, pandemic. So I always see this two thousand twenty. Yeah. Crime suspense stories. Oh, that right there. Nice. Look at that Vampirella. Little googly goo. Now we're talking. Mm. Vampirella, nineteen seventy-two. What number is that? Uh, this is issue one. Issue number one. Now one thousand nine hundred seventy-two. God damn. That's crazy. Good yeah. lord. I, gotta <laughs> well, I, I think it's. A, I think it's the nineteen seventy-two annual. Uh, yes, that's what it is. Yeah, because yeah. it's a, it, yeah, it's not the magazine from Warren. That's still saying you, you, you know, it is. Steve, would you be mad at me if I told you I had a clip for this? Go for it. Okay, let's go to big girls for two hundred. Okay, and the answer there: skinny women can do this for you. Doug, what is not a damn thing? Yeah, you Oh my god, that is awesome. Awarding, Just call the JB words? the clip master from now on, man. I was bored today, so I just sat at the oh, editor and started one. making I, I clips love of this Black show. Jeopardy, Black Jeopardy, Celebrity Jeopardy. I mean, I mean, I because I love Jeopardy, just period. You know, um, hey, much, you know, much props yeah. for that one. Much props. Uh, yeah. uh. <laughs> wow, the guy, uh, man, hasn't heard the lower clip before. Ah. What? Yeah. That doesn't mean you should play viral. it again, though. <laughs> Here we go. No, don't. <laughs> she kill us, man. She's gonna kill us. Uh, Vampirella number one is still on my. Uh, don't wear it my, out. My list. Uh oh. I have I guess, it. I, I have guess we that. have to mention her now. I actually, did a video on that uh, years ago. Blonde oh, with the red there, dress. There we go. Marvel Mystery Comics number 87, 1948, a 7.0 for 15. Along with the red dress came up, JB. Yeah, yeah, got it. Bingo. 
put uh, your bingo card. Let's see what else we it's got it. here. Lord uh, bingo. bingo card. Take a shot, everybody. Adventure. Shout out to oh. the hundred strong in the live ah, chat. Number one. That's the one right there. This is the one right here that I'm. All right, Tim. I just buy it. You done sold all the other fucking comics. Go ahead That's and buy true. this. One. I have. I I'm gonna do a haul video of what comics I have left. I have two short yes. boxes left. One is all slabs, and one is my uh, entire uh, silver and bronze age X-Men run, 2 now, to 142. Tim, do, you, do when you make... Our, I, you rarely make videos anymore, I know that, but when you, uh, are you going to add that, uh, the DJ thing like you used to do? Nah, I get to... I'm just, you know... Yeah? That used to be... That was nice. I used to like hearing that, yeah, man. That it's the whole thing of setting there. it up and recording and everything, you know. People, I hear but you, People who know, they know. They know I got skills. Whoa, now. We're in a theme here. A little bond. Jojo Congo yeah. King, man. Runated red. Yeah, I don't care. It's a blonde background. Does that count? I don't care. Brunette and red, because you know. They, <laughs> what hey, year is this? Ten center from what year? The forty. Nineteen forty-eight. Forty-eight. Six hundred dollars for a five-point zero highest known value. Only three thousand six hundred seventy-seven dollars for a nine-point-four. A nine-point-four from nineteen forty-eight. This ridiculous. book survived that, yeah, rare. everything, yeah. featuring Jojo Congo King and Walt and Water Waters Vulture Birdman and Cutthroat Caravan. Of course, why wouldn't it feature them? <laughs> Shit, oh, man. man. Uh, Punch Comics. I still have this. I still have this. Master Omega Kung Man's Fu. late to the game. Master of Kung Fu. Lion Man. <laughs> Omega. He's answering like, the question. Yeah, he, hey, he's running a little late. He's got a little bit of lag on his internet right now. He's got a little now. lag. So, yeah. Uh, Silver Surfer. I <laughs> think the Silver lag. Surfer book has room to grow. And this one, too, as soon as the Fantastic Four. The you latest kept, news is Silver the latest one. rumor is that Pedro Pascal is going to be Reed Richards, which I'm not I don't hate. I, I think Pedro Pascal would do a great job. You think Why so? Not? Hell That's yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, he's got a, he's a little bit older. You can it. get the grand sides. You know, I'm more, I'm more concerned about the Sue Storm casting and the thing casting. Uh, the thing Johnny Storm. Storm. Yeah. Anything is better than the last Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. Good God. Yeah. I'd rather watch CSI. <laughs> watch there he goes one. again. I'm afraid I'd rather watch a fantastic, that fantastic <laughs> movie than SUV or CSI yeah. or any of those any of those FBI shows or any of one of them. What, what is what is that one they used to do in the military? The the Navy one or the uh, <laughs> what was it called? I just oh, kept it. Iron Fist number one. Oh look at this! Oh yeah, is this the one printed with their blood? It sure. Nope. This is the second appearance. No. I believe the one in blood isn't in their first appearance. No, I, I thought Marky talked one that about had that Stan Lee and it, like Stanley and kisses blood in it. No, uh, there it's not this one. I don't think, but uh, some in the live chat tell me which hope though. Cause yeah. Sue is Vanessa. Oh, Kirby. Matt's yeah. Matt saying Sue is Vanessa Kirby. Is Vanessa hmm. Kirby? Let me Google her from the, uh, from the um, Royals movie, the Royals show. What was that? Um, you lost me at the Royals. Come on. Ah, whatever. Come on, grown ass man. I'm gonna watch the fucking Royals. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, okay. Vanessa Kirby. Okay. I see. Yeah. She's from Midnight. Right. It's Midsummer Night Dreams. Women Beware Women. Three Sisters. Um, Stella Kowalski. Oh, she's from she's Desire. from the Mission Impossible movies. And Mission Impossible one. movies. Yeah, she's the blonde. Mission, in the Impossible, Mission Impossible film movies. series. Yep, she's yeah. in that. Uh, Hob and Shaw. Uh, yep. Okay. Yeah. She's pretty good. 
Look at this gorgeous cover. Frank Frazetta, I do believe. Is that the Frazetta cover? I think it looks that's like Frazetta down there. Uh, that. It, it, yep, that, that looks like a Frazetta cover. Drum ticket back then. 450 and a 9.6. High Frizzella, uh, Boris Vallejo, they all had that type of uh, Olivia, uh, Olivia De Laurentiis, I think her name is. Olivia, is yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking There's of another... which, she, Olivia De Laurentiis played a kip for things uh, documentary Tivo watched. Oh, shit. Something that Tivo watched. All I got to get it queued up. Well, it's a, it's a second get one. Get on it, man. Get on it. No, no it I, doesn't I, hold I, the same I, thing now. <laughs> on the ah. documentary on uh, on Amazon Prime, Olivia De Barentes, I do believe is her name. She also was talking about how incredible Dave Stevens' artwork was. Um, and I have a signed Olivia um, art book somewhere, and uh, she does just fabulous. Oh, Olivia's artwork, yeah, she does too. Yep, fabulous um, pinups, man. Um, and she's still and she's doing doing it. She had a booth. Yeah. Not too long ago at WonderCon, um, when I went there and I was like, this is awesome. I get to meet Olivia Di Barrendo. Just look at all these gorgeous women she draws, man. It's so crazy, man. My dad used to have uh, her her art book series, man. I remember seeing them on his shelves and stuff. Ne never got them, but I did end up getting um, a couple of my own. So, it's not. Yeah. If, if you've had, just, just Google Olivia just Olivia Pinup and you, you'll see. She does fantastic, fantastic Fantastic pinups. They are absolutely works of art, literally, literally. And I'm not That's saying great. literally, li literally. They use term. You know, some people misuse the firm term, term, term literally when they say literally, 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 literally. Yeah, literally. All right. Um, White Widow. Yeah, that's another one. Another one. White Widow. Some great covers on that. Shout out to the guys from Cover Price. JB, any last words? Yeah, you know, thanks for joining us tonight. We had a, I had a great time. I hope you guys had a great time. Um, please follow me on social media. If you want something in today's show, make sure you contact me on social media. Um, thanks to Laura for sending that clip so that we could uh, have her here in spirit when she's not here. And uh, as always, don't forget. Janice <laughs> Comics says, Sophie was in bone and throat. I don't know what the hell that is. But... That sounds like a porno, if you ask me. Oh, hey, now. Let's really? Off the rails hey, already, man. I, I, I just made a, I made an uh, yeah, you know, experience there, huh? Yeah. Well, what about that PC? Is that for PC? I don't mean to, you know, make anybody mad or insult anybody, but hey, man, I'm just. All right. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Thanks for joining. All right. Make sure you guys reach out to uh, JB at Discovery Comics. For Laura, uh, Matt Damon, and Chris Pratt. Well, shout out to Chris Pratt. You can make it seem Matt Damon couldn't make guess. it. So, I don't know. Guess spot. Yeah, what guess do you spot. do? Yeah. Uh, so, we'll see you guys All Tuesday right. for the Cover Price Top 10. Uh, awesome. Enjoy your weekend. And finally, the rain has stopped, but it, now it's a little bit cold. Uh, the rain that was hitting us is coming to you it's moving west to east and you get ready for a lot of snow if you're in cold weather man until next yeah. time boys and girls keep digging in them long boxes peace out